Well, hey, grab your Bible and turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Let's imagine this morning a situation together. Let's imagine that you have been given $100 million. Not from the lottery, of course. No de la lotería, <laughs> claro. But from a rich uncle who you barely knew. Pero de un tío muy rico que tú casi no lo conocía. Who passed away and left you all of his wealth. Y que pasó, eh, eh, se murió, perdón, y que te dejó toda su riqueza. Again, just a fun thought here. Es solo un chiste, no te preocupes. But what would you do with that hundred million dollars? Pero qué harías con este cien millones de dólares? Maybe you buy a new house. Tal vez una nueva casa. Or at least pay off the one you have. O pagar la que tienes hoy. Maybe you would upgrade your car. Tal vez un nuevo coche. Maybe get a vacation home or a boat. ¿Quién sabe una vacación, un barco? I'm sure you would do some responsible things too. Like save and invest for the future. Como investir y guardar para el futuro. Or pay for your children's and grandchildren's college. Pagar por tus hijos y tus nietos en la universidad. And since I know that you are all such fine Christian folk, you would also give some away. Lo darías también a otros. You would give some to the church, right? 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 <laughs> you would give some to missions or other ministries. You'd give some to help those in need. But how generous would you be? Pero ¿cuán generoso serías tú? What percent of your fortune would you give away? ¿Qué porcentaje de tu fortuna darías? And how much would you keep for yourself? ¿Y cuánto tendrías para ti? You know, we all like to think we would be generous if we were rich. Nosotros todos gustamos de pensar que seríamos muy ricos y generosos y si seríamos muy generosos si fuéramos ricos. We think if only I had a bunch of money. Oh, pensamos que si si yo tuviera tanto de dinero Then I would give it away and help others. But here's the truth. People don't magically become generous the moment they get rich. If you are not generous with $100, you won't be generous with $100 million. Because generosity does not come from having a lot. In order to be a generous person, Para ser una persona generosa, you have to value generosity. Hay que dar valor a la generosidad. It has to be important to you. Y tiene que ser para, para no matter how much y no importa cuánto, or how little you have to give away. O poco, que que dar a otros. And that's not just true for us as people. Y no es solo para como It's also true for us as a church. Pero es verdad para nosotros como iglesia. We can't plan to be generous one day. Y no podemos planear para ser generosos una vez nomás. When we have more people or a bigger budget. Cuando tenemos más gente y un presupuesto mayor. Generosity has to be a key part of our identity now. Generosidad tiene que ser parte de nuestra identidad ahora. It has to be something we value. Y tiene que ser algo que valoramos. So today we're continuing our series called DNA. Y hoy vamos a continuar nuestra serie de ADN. We've been walking through the 12 core values of our church. Hemos por los 12 de 
And we said that a value is something that's important to us. Que el valor es algo para it's something that guides us in what we do. Es algo que nos guía en todo lo que so I want to show you this morning how we value church generosity. Let's start in our Bible passage. Vamos a ver con And then let's see what values lead us to be a generous church. So look with me now at 2 Corinthians chapter 9. In this section of Paul's letter, he is calling the Corinthian church to be generous. Paul is collecting an offering for the suffering believers in Jerusalem. And he wants the Corinthians to give to that offering. And after calling them to give, he talks about why giving is important. And that's our passage today. So look with me at 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verses 6 and 7. The point is this. Whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly, and whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. Uh, here we see two principles concerning generosity. The first is a principle from farming. Now, I have no experience with farming. But from what I understand, in order to produce food, you have to plant a seed. And the more seed you sow, the more harvest you will get. And that principle carries over to the church as well. The more we give away, the greater harvest there is for the kingdom. Second principle here concerns the heart of the giver. God is less concerned with what we give than with how we give. God wants people to give eagerly and freely. Not under force. No bajo la fuerza. He wants us to give cheerfully with joy. Él quiere que nos dé con alegría y con regocijo. So it's not about the amount we give. Y no es al respecto de cuánto se da. But it's about giving from the heart to honor the Lord. Pero es dando del corazón en, on, en honor hacia el Señor. We see that at the end of verse 7. Y vemos esto en el, en el final del verso 7. God loves a cheerful giver. Dios ama al que da con alegría. God is pleased when we're willingly and joyfully generous. Dios tiene placer cuando ve que damos con alegría y con, y con generosidad. Look at these next verses, verses 8 through 10. Ve estos próximos versos, el 8 y el 10, de 8 a 10. And God is able to make all grace abound to you so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. As it is written, he has distributed freely. He has given to the poor. His righteousness endures forever. He who supplies seed to the sower and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. 
Here Paul gives us the result of generosity. Aquí Paulo nos da el resultado de la generosidad. God takes what we give and he multiplies it. El Dios toma lo, lo que damos y multiplica. And he does that in four ways. The first way is that God multiplies our ministry. Paul says that when we're generous, God will be generous to us. But this is not in wealth or material things. Look again at what the verses say. God's grace abounds to you. La gracia de Dios abunda en ti. So that you may abound in every good work. Para que sea abundante en todo lo que haces. He will increase the harvest of your righteousness. Va aumentar la cosecha de tu justicia. So God's gener generosity is in multiplying our ministry. Entonces la generosidad de Dios es multiplicar en su ministerio. He gives us greater effectiveness in doing his will. Y nos da con gran efectividad para, dar, para hacer su voluntad. And he increases our spiritual harvest. Here's the second way God multiplies our generosity. Verses 11 and 12. You will be enriched in every way to be generous in every way, which through us will produce thanksgiving to God. For the ministry of this service is not only supplying the needs of the saints, but is also overflowing in many thanksgivings to God. When we're generous, God multiplies thanksgiving. Cuando somos generosos, Dios multiplica las acciones de gracia. When people's needs are met, cuando las necesidades son eh, establecidas, they will turn in thanks to God. Ellos van hacia, hacia dar gracias a Dios. They will recognize that God is taking care of them. Y van a reconocer que Dios está cuidando de ellos. Here's the third way God multiplies our generosity. Y acá está la tercera manera que Dios multiplica nuestra generosidad. Verse 13, by their approval of this service, they will glorify God because of your submission that comes from your confession of the gospel of Christ and the generosity of your contribution for them and for all others. When we are generous, God multiplies his glory. We recognize that everything we have comes from God. Que todo que viene de Dios. And we freely and joyfully give y damos y con to support the needs of others. Para y a los que and in that way, y en esta manera, God is glorified. Dios es Generosity shows that we value God above stuff. And that shows his great value to others. Y el valor de él hacia todos los otros. Lastly, here's the fourth way God multiplies our generosity. Y acá, la que Dios Verses 14 and 15. El verso 14 y el verso 15. While they long for you and pray for you, the people you've helped, because of the surpassing grace of God upon you, thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. God multiplies our love for one another. Dios multiplica el, el amor de uno por el otro. When we give and support others, Cuando damos y ayudamos a otros, it increases our love for them. Aumenta nuestro amor por ellos. And it increases their love for us. Y aumenta el amor de ellos hacia nosotros. And greatest of all, y más arriba de todo, generosity is a living example of the gospel. Generosidad es un ejemplo vivo del evangelio. 
Aren't you glad that God was generous to us? He freely and joyfully gave his own son. And he met our spiritual need by paying for our sin. And now we have a relationship with him. So when we give to others, we live out that gospel message. The local church should be a generous church. We see that clearly in 2 Corinthians 9. So, here are two values we have that help us to be generous. Here's the first. Number one. We value ministry expansion through multiple campuses and church plants rather than ministry expansion at a single location. Valoramos la expansión del ministerio por medio de diferentes campos y plantaciones de iglesia en vez de expansión del ministerio en una sola ubicación. This value is the heart of our Multiply vision. Este valor es el corazón de nuestra visión de multiplicación. Our Multiply 2028 vision is to become a multiplying church. Nuestra visión de multiplicación 2028 empieza o está en esta frase. That is actively establishing campuses locally. Que es activamente establecer campuses, campus acá mismo localmente. And planting autonomous churches locally. Y plantando iglesias autónomas localmente. Regionally, nationally, and internationally. Regionalmente, nacionalmente, e internacionalmente. By 2028. Hacia 2028. Here's what makes that vision unique. Y esto es lo que hace esta visión única. We are not looking to become the next Johnson County megachurch. We're not looking to build huge campuses with all sorts of buildings. We are not looking to fill this worship center. Just so we can build a bigger one. Historically, that's been the goal for a lot of churches. Historicamente, este ha sido el objetivo de muchas iglesias. Bigger attendance. Grandes audiencias. Bigger buildings. Grandes edificios. Bigger budgets. Grandes presupuestos. And so we have some churches today. Y tenemos algunas iglesias hoy. That look more like the Tower of Babel than the New Testament. Que se parece más con la Torre de Babel. And I'm not knocking all big churches. There are big churches that are healthy. And that do great things for the kingdom. But our vision is different. Our vision is to give away. Rather than to hoard for ourselves. We want to send rather than keep. We want to sow abundantly and reap abundantly. Here's what that means. We may never be a big church because our hope is to continue to send groups of people out to start something new. 
We may never have a big new building. Tal vez nunca tengamos un gran edificio. Because we want to use our funds to plant new churches. Porque queremos utilizar nuestros fondos para plantar nuevas iglesias. And we may never be the fast-growing, cool church to, to attend in Olathe. But we want our kingdom impact to go beyond our city limits. This value will help us to be a generous church. Because it requires us to constantly think about giving away. Una constancia en, en el pensamiento de, de dar. New campuses and churches require money. Nuevos campos y nuevas iglesias requieren dinero. They require people and resources. Personas y recursos también. And we could try to keep those things for ourselves. Y podemos tentar mantener esto para nosotros. But our goal is to be generous with them. Pero nuestro objetivo es ser generoso con ellos. And listen to me. Y escúchame. That generosity will come at a price. Esta viene con un we will lose some people we love. Y vamos a un poco de la gente que As they go to a new church plant or new campus. Se van a una nueva, una, un nuevo we will give away funds we could have used for ourselves. Y podemos, eh, vamos a dar que acá mismo. But the benefit will far outweigh the cost. Pero, pero el es mucho mayor que el costo. We saw it in 2 Corinthians 9. God will multiply our generosity. For his glory. And for the spread of the gospel. God's kingdom will grow. Rather than ours. Here's the second value that helps us to be generous. Number two. We value engaging the spiritual and physical needs in our church and community through ministries we establish internally and working with local ministry partners externally. Valoramos ser parte de las necesidades espirituales y físicas dentro de nuestra iglesia y comunidad por medio de ministerios que establecemos internamente y trabajamos trabajando externamente con compañeros locales del ministerio. This is what Paul wanted the Corinthian church to do. Y esto es lo que Pablo quería que la iglesia de Corinto hiciera. He wanted them to meet the needs of the people. And here at Blue Valley, y acá está Blue Valley, we want to meet needs inside and outside of our church. Let's start with how we meet needs inside of our church. Uh, we do that primarily through a group of men the Bible calls deacons. Y hacemos esto por un grupo de hombres llamados bíblicamente por diáconos. The role of a deacon is to serve the physical needs of the church. El papel de un diácono es servir las necesidades físicas de la iglesia. So our deacons manage a fund we call the 245 fund. Nuestros diáconos manejan un fondo llamado 245. That name comes from Acts chapter 2 verse 45. Este nombre viene de Hechos 2, 45. Where the early church took care of one another. Cuando la iglesia primitiva cuidaba uno de los otros. So every year there is $44,000. Todos los años hay $44,000. Set aside in our budget for this fund. Puesto al lado en nuestro presupuesto solamente para este fondo. It's to be used only for meeting the physical needs of our members. Es para ser utilizado solamente para las necesidades de nuestros miembros. So when someone loses a job. Cuando alguien pierde su empleo. 
or has a medical emergency or can't pay their mortgage that's when our deacons step in and since 2009 we have given away over half a million dollars we also seek to meet the needs of those outside our church the deacons manage that too. It's called our benevolence fund. Every time we share in the Lord's Supper, we take up that offering. And it's used for anyone in our community who comes to us in need. So we are very grateful for all the way our deacons serve. They do a great job with this. We also partner with other local ministries to meet needs. We support Advice and Aid, a crisis pregnancy center. We support Mission Southside, a local ministry here in Olathe. And we support Hope is Alive, which is a Christ-centered addiction recovery program. Again, those ministries don't exist without our generosity. This value requires us to be generous. So when you give the Blue Valley, part of every dollar goes to meet needs. It meets the needs of people right here in these seats. And it meets the needs of people in our community. God has called the local church to be a generous church. That's why we have these values. And that's why we have Mission Esperanza. Today is a living testimony of what generosity can do. We see right here the impact our giving can have. God has been so good, the Blue Valley. We have a lot of seeds. God has given us money, people, and buildings. And we can keep those for ourselves. But what happens when you hold on to a seed? Nothing. Nada. Nothing happens. Nada pasa. But when you give a seed away, Pero das la semilla, when you put it into the ground, pones ahí al suelo, what happens then? ¿Qué pasa, it grows. Y it brings a harvest. Y trae una we took our seed from God. Y la de Dios. And we planted it with Mission Esperanza. Pastors Ricardo and Arturo were watering it. Pastor Ricardo y Pastor Arturo han regado. And God is bringing the growth. Dios está haciendo el crecimiento. God is bringing the harvest. Dios está haciendo la cosecha. We saw that earlier. Y vimos hoy más temprano. With Ricardo's testimony. Cuando vimos acá el testimonio. And today, y hoy, we gather to celebrate that harvest. Vamos a celebrar la cosecha. And we gather to remind ourselves. Y nos unimos para 
recordar unos a los otros. The God has called us to be a generous people. Y Dios nos llamó a ser gente generosa. And a generous church. Y una iglesia generosa. And I believe. Y yo creo. He will take our generosity. Que va, él va a tomar nuestra generosidad. And multiply. Y multiplicarla. And we can say together. Y vamos a poder decir juntos. Thanks be to God for his inexpressible gift. Gracias a Dios por su regalo inexpresible. Well, I want to close this message out today with a time of prayer. Voy a terminar este mensaje hoy con una, un tiempo de oración. I want all of us to spend some time praying for Mission Esperanza. Yo quiero que todos gasten tiempo pidiendo por Misión Esperanza. Praying for the lost Hispanic community in Olathe. And praying for Pastors Ricardo and Arturo. So, Brother Arturo, I want to invite you to come forward at this time. And I want to invite you all to bow your heads and let's take a few moments of silence. And I want you to pray. And then I will close this out. Let's go to God now.